0: Welcome to episode 68 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This week we are looking at Home Again, original air date, February 8th, 2016. Now a lot of the original rumors thought this was going to be a follow-up to the season 4 episode Home, which we will discuss later in the podcast, largely because it was written by Glenn Morgan, who also wrote that episode. Morgan also had the chance to direct this one. This is unrelated. Now as I said, Morgan wrote and directed this one. He produced a lot of X-Files along with Glenn Wong. He wrote a lot of X-Files as well as created the Final Destination trilogy and so forth. This is his third directorial credit and the first time he's directed the X-Files. Previous director credits include Black Christmas from 2006 and Willard from 2003. The basic premise of this episode is that there's a business moving into town. They are cleaning out homeless people and relocating them quite harshly you know, coming in with power hoses and things like that, saying, well, they're trying to move them to this hospital. There's members of the school board trying to fight against that because they don't really want the homeless near their schools, even though they're pretending it's for other reasons. And Mulder soon realizes that, yeah, no one's really backing up the homeless and fighting for them. But the homeless do have rumors about things like the Band-Aid Man and others and the Trash Man who are helping them and fighting for their cause. So while it looks like the Trash Man, played by Tim Armstrong, Also known for Fun with Dick and Jane, Hotel for Dogs, Ramona and Beezes, White Chicks, largely as a soundtrack guy, because he is part of a band. His acting credits include Punk Rock Summer Camp, The Heart is Deceitful Above All Things, Live Freaky, Dive Freaky, and an episode of Yo Gabba Gabba. But he is just the graffiti artist, and he's not actually attacking people. Although it looks like he has sort of accidentally sparked something along those lines. Now, the two businessmen are also played by some notable actors. One is Daryl Shuttleworth, who is also known for Watchmen, Door-to-Door, Ice Blues, Chaos Theory, Fringe, The L Word, Supernatural, and a number of other credits. His partner is Alessandro Giuliani, who Bureau 42 readers would probably know best from his role in Battlestar Galactica as Lieutenant Felix Gaeta. He was also Dr. Emil Hamilton in Smallville, and he's had roles in Watchmen, Ramna Half, and Man of Steel. So the school board member is played by Peggy Jo Jacobs, who's also known for Rat Race, Black Christmas, Dancing at the Blue Iguana, and some voice work in video games. We get Chris Shields as a local detective, who's better known for Chappie, Elysium, Fifty Shades of Grey, and Rise of the Planet of the Apes, as well as things like Psych, Smallville, V, Dead Zone. He was also in Battlestar Galactica for four episodes, Stargate SG-1, so he's got a fairly lengthy list of credits to his name starting with the 2002 Twilight Zone relaunch. And Jonas Santis, he's the one who's actually playing the Band-Aid Nose Man here. He's a fairly large individual, not the kind of guy you want to meet in a dark alley. Also known for Master and Commander, Far Side of the World, The Thirteenth Warrior, Seventh Son, and The New Adams Family. He even played Solomon Grundy on Smallville, so he is, as we said, a very bulky individual. So they all do their jobs well enough, this is kind of a creature that's appeared to fight social injustice, as we've seen in other episodes, but it's really not the monster plot that's the main plot. To me, the plot that really feels like it has weight and draws us in is when Dana Skelly's mother, Margaret Skelly, has some massive health issues and ends up hospitalized and comatose and calling for her estranged son, Charles, has been mentioned on the series before but has never been seen or heard, until now. And this really drives home the point with Scully and how she really needs to have contact with William again. Not direct contact to protect him, but just to know he's okay and follow his progress. And this is especially important as Margaret Skelly passes away here. So, Glenn Morgan has now killed both of Skelly's parents. So, all in all, it's a decent episode. It's just, it's structured as though the Trashman monster is the A-plot and the death of Scully's mother is the B-plot but the emotional weight I found went the other way around. So it felt a little bit awkward just because of that mismatch. But on the whole, it's enjoyable. We are now at the two-thirds point, so we'll be back next week to discuss Babylon. And the week after, we will follow up with My Struggle 2, which wraps up the miniseries, and then we will go back to our coverage of Season 3 a couple weeks after that. In the meantime, please feel free to read this and any other shows you listen to on iTunes and on Stitcher. It really does help the shows get noticed. Share links with friends who you think may appreciate it. And finally, thank you for listening. Intro and outro music is Outside Pool Side by Laswell, created under the Creative Commons license. All other content is copyright 2016, Bureau 42. Please feel free to send any comments or feedback to bureau42podcasts at gmail.com or leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you for listening.